Adventures Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling. More adventures in healthcare this week and more confusion about how on earth this system is acceptable to, well, anyone really. You might remember last year I spent what felt like a lifetime trying to fathom out how on earth to sort some dental work out for my daughter. She has a chronic condition called mastocytosis, which had resulted in something called hypermineralization of her teeth, which means her molars are about as tough as a crumbly Wensleydale, the poor little thing. I finally managed to find a dentist after a big drama with the insurance company as I went to the dentist without getting an official referral from the dentist they had assigned me without telling me. I mean, apparently I should have just known this. I changed my plan from HMO to PPO and then back again. Or was it the other way around? I literally have no idea what all these letters mean, despite reading the equivalent of war and peace about them both. So I quickly realised that paying a massive amount of money each month to an insurance company doesn't mean your healthcare is then covered. Oh no! It means they will pay some of the cost of your treatment, ranging from zero to 80%. (laughs) Yeah, you heard it. Zero. There are many instances where something just isn't covered. I was told some aspects of my daughter's treatment would not be covered, like pulp caps she needed. No, me neither. Unless she went back for a second appointment as apparently they only cover pulp caps if administered separately to other caps. And, oh gosh, my brain hurts. So we finally got the operation scheduled. It was going to cost us $1,500. And the night before, the anesthesiologist, as they call anaesthetists here, cancelled. He didn't want to do it. Blah. You may remember this. Talking an eight-year-old down from something that she was really scared about happening, but had worked really hard to get herself ready for... Just wasn't much fun. Then, of course, coronavirus happened. Then we were hounded out of our house. And then a million other things happened. And so, yep, it took me until this week when I took a deep breath and rang the dentist again. They had been supposed to sort out another dentist for me, but they had not. The cynic might say it's because they weren't getting paid for it. I'm going to say they just forgot. So I got a new name from the old dentist. I rang the insurance company to check, first of all, was he in network? This means, is he on their preferred provider list, which then means he can only charge a certain amount, not make up an amount, which, yes, can happen as well. They would then pay between 0 and 80% of this amount, the agreed amount between the two of them. You with me on this? Yes, he was in network, they said. Woohoo! So I slept the 45 minutes to his office in the East Valley in a lovely place called Mesa. And we saw him and oh, he was dead nice, so kind. He said he would do the operation. Woohoo! With all the insurance backup and everything again, it was going to cost $1,500 still. Whatever. Fine. Boom. I need to check with the anesthesiologist, though, he said. He may only agree to do the operation if we go to Phoenix Children's Hospital. Okay. Well, if we do, I'm afraid that's going to be expensive. What? No, I was thinking $1,500 for a 40-minute procedure. They're basically putting four caps on our little teeth. Was quite expensive anyway. (laughs) On top of the hundreds of dollars we already pay every single month. Oh, no, he said. The hospital can get really expensive. Oh, yikes. I called the insurance company back when we were out. Do you have an idea of cost? I said. They did not. The problem is, they said, he isn't in network. (laughs) 
What? You said he was in network. Oh, no. He's in network in that location, i.e. in his office. (laughs) But the hospital's a different location. He's not in network there. Is anyone in network at the hospital? No. (laughs) So not in network means you have no idea of and no control over what I could be charged. Correct. And you'll need to bring your medical insurance into play. Oh yeah, medical insurance is different to dental insurance. And apparently some of the tests and procedures and staff will fall under medical if in the hospital location as opposed to the dental office location. And is this location in network for my medical plan? Oh, I don't know, they said. You'll have to check that with your medical insurance, which is, of course, a different company. (laughs) At this stage, if it's bad news, I'm seriously thinking of putting myself through dental school and doing the bloody thing myself. It genuinely may work out cheaper, but watch this space. (laughs) So as we head into Independence Weekend here in the States, it's going to be a strange one. No public firework displays, no mass gatherings of rousing patriotic music and junk food, which I genuinely enjoyed last year. And of course, as we've headed back into a sort of lockdown here in Phoenix, it's going to be a tough time for bars and some restaurants too, which have been told to shut up shop for 30 days. Ordered by, yes, you've guessed it, Governor Doug Ducey. He's not a popular chap amongst a lot of people here right now who are still convinced that COVID-19 is a hoax. There's been such a spike in virus cases here that some states are actually closing the door to Arizonans. If I were to fly to New York tomorrow, I can't. And not because there aren't any flights, they are up and running, but because I'd have to sit in quarantine for two weeks before I was allowed out anywhere, simply because of where I'm flying in from. But luckily, I'm happy to sit in the furnace that is Phoenix in July. In fact, there's been jubilation on the TV news for the past few days as temperatures are (gasps) surprisingly below average for this time of year. Only 37 on some days this week, and it's usually 43 by now. Panic not, it's back to volcano levels by the weekend and hitting 46 by next week. (laughs) I may actually try the egg frying on the bonnet of a car scenario. Do keep an eye on facebook.com slash see you in the desert. It should drag the kids off screens for 30 seconds too. Also this week, I shared the brilliant story of the man who went hiking in Arizona in the day in summer. I mean, come on. Surely he had to take 96,000 gallons of water with him, which you'd need a pack of mules to carry. Now, thankfully, he was fine, but his hiking boots melted. Yeah, you heard it right. Arizona heat melts hiking boots. That egg doesn't stand a chance. I'll see you in the desert. <laughs>